Hi, this is Tom Moriarty coming to you from the Mimeo booth at ATD 2023. The conference this year is absolutely buzzing with energy. It feels like we're back to pre-pandemic levels. What we're trying to do is capture little sound bites from anybody that stops by so that you can get a glimpse into what people are learning and taking away from the conference this year. Enjoy these conversations. Katie Brown with Bell Flight in Fort Worth, Texas. So what's the session that has been most exciting so far? Getting your learners to smash that like button. Ooh. Yes. Yes. And it's not about being cooler or hipper. It's about uh, having your learners be your content generators. Oh, I love that. Yes. I learned an acronym, UGC, User Generated Content. Oh, nice. Yes, which apparently is something my 10-year-old already knows about, <laughs> but uh, now I do. So, the next year we so my name is Destiny Baker. My company is Mammoth Holdings. Awesome. And what has been the most interesting session you've attended so far? So I've really liked the ROI session that we had earlier. Uh, it was a panel conversation. You'd have to forgive me on all of the names. Sure. Um, but they went over how are we measuring things that we have in the learning industry, um, surveys that everybody is struggling with. Don't ask people to do surveys. Try to incorporate them into the system so they are required to do it along with their training. Uh, and a lot of the different measurements that we're facing with, you know, some investors or your leaders that you're working with how do we show this and be able to really show somebody the return on investment has been my biggest takeaway from the sessions that I've had so far so the next year we hi I'm Skylar Lipson honestly the opening keynote was so impressive I know that there's other sub sessions that were phenomenal um, but that one and its key takeaway of um, you know having your peer network built out was was phenomenal and your challenge group um, and putting a little bit finer bow on that, that was extremely beneficial for me. So the next year we... So what's your name? Trion Muller. And what's the name of your book? The name of my book is The Rise of the Mutant Learner, How to Learn and Lead in the Digital Age. Love it. So what has been your favorite session so far? Uh, well, I just went to one with Dr. William uh, Rothwell and Dr. Jennifer Homer on aligning to strategic organizational um, you know, objectives or goals. My biggest takeaway was that we shouldn't just align our L&D around learning objectives, but also align it to what the company's strategic goals are. That's very important. Hi, I'm Branka van der Linden, and I'm with Points of View. Great, and uh, what has been your favorite session so far? Ken Blanchard's through and through session on leadership. Why was it your favorite? Because it's the person who really walks their talk. He shows his humbleness, humility, and everything that he preaches in his books by himself sitting there and honoring all the participants and attendees. Oh. And what have you learned that you're going to go back and take to your team? Definitely adaptability, different kind of skills, all the new trends of the market, the AI catching up with technology, and building more significant and meaningful human connections. My name is Bill Sterley. My company's name is Subtext Solution. It's a communication training company that helps people learn more about emotional intelligence, thinking strengths, and the ability to deal with change and adjusting a person's beliefs to serve them better. Awesome. And what have you been learning from the conference walking the floor? You know, the main thing that I've learned here is that there is a lot of people selling training and 
development tools and technologies and techniques, but regrettably, there many of them are not dealing with the major challenge in learning and development, which is the emotional load that the learner is coming in with, the emotional mm -hmm. obstacle yeah. that the person is facing as they're coming into a new company or trying to train a new skill, that there's this resistance because of the time that it takes, but also, it's a weird thing to say, but the person's brain has to adjust their habit pattern. And people don't like changing their habits because they have to rewrite something that they've spent a lot of years doing or something that was successful when they were age 15. And now all of a sudden they've got to like upgrade and it's really, really very, very challenging. So one of the things I think that's going to really help training and development is to do a better job of emotional awareness, emotional intelligence, and applied empathy towards the, uh, the, the, the emotional bow wave that is between the employee and the learning of new content. I'm April Ray. One of the biggest highlights, honestly, is AI and L&D, not just from content, which I think you kind of expect with ChatGPT, but all of the different facets for how you can use it across L&D. That's been the single biggest favorite learning, any session on AI. So we're here with JD Dillon of Exonify, and we stopped by their booth. JD, how's the ATD 2023 been for you guys so far? That's been great. It's been great to again get out, meet people in person, have, have great conversations, and, and share insights about the uh, challenges we're facing as a learning and development function in the current you know, workplace. Nice. What are, what are some of the big challenges or uh, things that you're seeing people talk about or most interested this year? Well, we find that, especially from an Exonify perspective, there's a continued renewed interest in the frontline workforce. Yeah. So what, how do we specifically enable that, uh, that part of our essential workforce? How does it vary from people who are remote workers, hybrid workers, corporate workers, and whatnot, especially given how challenging it's been to hire, attract, retain people yeah. in frontline roles? So obviously we have a lot of those related conversations. I don't think you can walk five feet at this event right now without having a conversation about artificial intelligence. <laughs> I was going to ask. So, you know, <laughs> I, I'd say it's the it's the new skills, which was the new micro learning, which was the new gamification, which was dot, dot, dot. But I think in this case, you know, the AI conversation, it's more than, this is more than a trend conversation. This is a fundamental transformation of how technology works and as a result, you know, how work is done and as a result, how we support that work. So I think right now, I refer to us as being in the Napster phase of artificial intelligence, <laughs> where it's just kind of, there's stuff everywhere and 10 new applications every day yeah. and try new things and experiment, which is all great. But at the same time, I'd like to see us have conversations around things like, well, how is it, again, fundamentally changing the expectations around how technology is going to work moving forward? What's the regulatory consideration when it comes to using this type of technology in different parts of the world? And then, you know, things like data security, privacy. So I think there's, there's a lot of underlying questions that we should be asking and talking about in addition to playing with new toys and experimenting with new tools and thinking about not only how can we do our jobs differently as learning and development with these tools, but fundamentally, how does the function change because people have access to this type of technology and can do their jobs differently, share their information differently? Yeah, yeah what, are you, what have you seen the most? I mean, are people embracing the idea? Are they scared of the idea? You know, what have you, what have you, what's the trend you're seeing in the last couple of days? I say more questions than answers. So I think there, there's a broad interest 
from multiple levels in terms of, well, how can I take advantage of these tools? What do these tools actually do? How are these tools going to impact my job? Is my job going to be there? So I think all of those questions still exist. And I think you can see that if you go to any of the sessions here that headlined with AI as an education session or a vendor session, those rooms are full. So I, I don't think by any means that the, is this audience saying, like, we are experts at artificial intelligence and ready to go. We know the direction this technology is headed. I think it's still early days Anywhere. anywhere. I think even if you're Microsoft or Google, it's still pretty, it's still early, pretty days early days when it comes to, it's not early days of AI, but it's early days in kind of this wave of interest uh, around the tools. And we're all still figuring it out. So uh, my hope is that we have the meaningful conversation. We ask the questions. We don't get distracted by shiny objects and cool toys that can, <laughs> that can do really interesting, powerful things. But how does it fit into the reality of the workplace we're trying to support? Outside of the AI buzzword, which, is, mm -hmm. which has been that, uh, any other big trends that you've noticed in the last couple of days? I'd say there, there's obviously still a conversation around what a skills-based talent strategy is and how we're more effectively leveraging people's skills and developing the skills are going to be more meaningful for people and for the organization as a whole. So I think that interest has carried over from the last couple of years and there's a meaningful intersection point between the co skills conversation and the AI, and conversation, AI conversation in a lot of cases. Yep. Um, I think people are increasingly interested in different formats of digital content and again I think that dovetails into AI nicely but I think there's a general recognition that our job is not to create courses our job is to help people be successful at work right how do we expand that conversation that relates to a lot of the things I talk about where my sessions around the whole how do you take a, pro, um, a systems approach to learning and development how do you leverage the broader ecosystem to help people have the right fit experience so uh, a lot of people came to hang out with me and have that conversation That's my great. book seems to be doing well in the That's bookstore great. which again is wrapped around that whole ecosystem you know system of learning idea so I, I'd say there's a resonance around that as well based on those conversations what was your favorite booth to visit well, it was definitely Mimeo because they have excellent game to play. <laughs> <laughs> <Cheers. That's awesome. laughs>